It's the Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. Bienvenue dans le rendez-vous. Welcome to the rendez-vous. The accent is French. And I want to start by saying something very mm, boring, but essential. Don't text and drive, please. It's late, earlier today, actually this afternoon. I was coming back from my lunch and I saw some stupid idiot in, in this white car texting and driving at the same time, zigzagging as they're going to they're gonna kill us. So please, I know this is not exactly about love, but maybe it's the love of life. Don't text and drive. It, it has to stop. I know it won't, but I got to say that tonight. Don't text and drive. Please, we want to live a good life. We don't need a car accident. Uh, now back to you, back to love. Questions are next. Any questions about your relationship? Call me now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jill. Uh, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jill. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? Um, well, my husband has always been a football fan, and mm -hmm. a couple months ago, he joined this fantasy football league, and he plays on Sundays. And, you know, I work during the week, and it's starting to cut into our family time. Mm -hmm. And um, I just kind of wanted to stop, and I'm not really sure about asking him how to ask him. And also, I think he might have some sort of addiction to this whole fantasy football thing. And yeah, I'm just not sure how to navigate it, I guess. Okay, before we talk about him, how does that make you feel? Well, it just makes me feel like he's not choosing me and he's not choosing the kids. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the time, besides, you know, Sunday football or the rest of the time, is he a good husband and a good father? Yeah, he's very much present. He goes to the kids' games, um, and he, you know, we try to go out to dinner at least once a month. Um, okay. Although I would like more, but, yeah, he's a good man and a good father. It's just every is Sunday. Is. Well, yes, but uh, is he a good provider? Yeah, yeah, he and okay. we have a pretty equal relationship. You know, we both work, so both work great. And then, how's the ulala and the romance? You know, it's okay, but you know, it, it could be you know more romantic. I see. So, listen, um, the, the football thing—you can't touch that. If, if everything else is good, unfortunately, it's his thing. Uh, I'd rather him do that than take drugs, alcohol, or, or, or cheat on you like, you know, so many other calls have been about this addiction of gambling. As long as he doesn't lose uh, the family money, then honestly, I don't, I don't think you can touch that. I think it's 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 a very uh, escape. I follow my team, the Browns in Cleveland. I, so it's hard for me to tell you if he's a good husband, if he's a good father and a good provider and he's loyal. Take away the Sunday football fantasy world because that's his relaxes places to go. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I, yeah, I wish I had a formula, but I, if everything else was wrong, you know, we would we would go for more, you know, extreme measure. But since you've told me everything else is 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 good and or normal, you know, ups and down, I would just you know about the romance thing. I think you could tell him, why don't we pick each other a restaurant? or a destination every two weeks. So there's more frequent moment of dating because I think that that would help you a lot. Okay, that's a good idea. I like that you know, solution. Like, 
you know, what can I say? You know, I focus on the romance, on the positive, <laughs> not the football thing. Anyway, Jill, thank you for calling. Good luck to you and, and you have a good night. So when you're in a relationship or a partnership or marriage, how many fights can you have at the same time about your partner's behavior? Let's talk about that next. If you're in a relationship or a marriage, like my last caller, Jill, and the husband is a big football fan, live in the fantasy world and all that on Sunday, there's a whole group that live in you know, that world for the gaming and all that and the gambling. But the thing is, how many fights can you have? How, many, how much can you change somebody? How much should you change somebody and fight them about the behavior? Because there is no perfect men or women or you know, they and them and all that. So I, I want to reflect on that for a minute. I've been thinking, you know, we can only go so far. So here in my opinion, there is three things we should be able to fight, three topics, three main character flaws that has to be discussed next. So if you're in a relationship, in a marriage, knowing that nobody's perfect, what are the three things you absolutely do need, in my humble opinion, to stay with the right partner. A, obviously, to love and be loved. To be heard and seen, right? All of that attention. Two, loyalty and trust. So, I trust you, trust me. There is no love without trust. Trust is the expression of love. And three, balance. Balance financially, mentally, emotionally. Right? Those to me are the three things that creates the basis for a healthy relationship and then everything else, the romance, the ooh-la-la, the fun, the date, comes from you feel love, you love, you trust, you believe, and the third, the equilibrium. That's what matters. So keep that in mind. We can't fight all fights if all those three things are good and solid. You're going on the right direction. Uh, Call the next. Bonjour, Dana. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What's going on, Dana? How can I help you? Oh, I'm so glad that I have your help. I love you and all of the the hope you bring for love. So I have been seeing oh, someone you. for about nine months now. We met online. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an architect, and um, I've been doing a lot of more work from home. And um, David, this guy I'm dating, he's so nice. He's a carpenter, and he built me a desk for me to do more work from home and it it means so much to me and I just don't know how to reciprocate in terms of like he surprised me with this desk and I want to do something nice for him but I if you have any advice Simon I would so appreciate it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so tell me first of all how did that make you feel when um, you received that beautiful desk oh my god it was honestly I cried I, I wasn't expecting it and it made me feel so seen because I had been talking about how I was struggling working from home because I used to go in to the studio, but now we've been doing so much from home. And it was like he was really listening, you know what I mean? And it just, and mm-hmm. the fact that he took time to make this desk mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. just so meaningful, you know? Absolutely. So you really felt heard and seen, right? Like he really paid attention to you. Yeah. Right. I, I got to ask you this tough question then. If he paid so much attention, he knows about you. 
How come you don't know what would make him happy? That is a tough question. So um, I feel like in past relationships, I gave so much in these past relationships, and I got so hurt. And so I feel like I'm sort of afraid to, like, you know, I'm dating this guy. We have a lot of fun together, but it's like I'm almost, like, afraid to put myself out there. I'm afraid to, like... Okay. You know what I mean, Simon? So I don't you're know. afraid to build the relationship. Yeah, I know. And I I have to move past that, I guess. If you want to. Listen, if you want to. But my point is that it, you know better than me, because I don't know him, what would make him happy. He knew how to make you feel really good. You know how to make a partner feel really good. You may be you know, healing from the past. But my point is that you know, you should say, okay, he made me super happy and super hurt and seen, so now it's my turn. What would make him super happy? Yeah. And then you do it. And and we can't live in the past. We've got to bury the past to kiss the future. We're here now, and you know, if you don't want to sabotage your relationship, Dana, you're going to have to do something really good for him too. Yes, you're so right. Don't live in the past. I love that. All right, Dana, thank you for calling. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. You too. So let's talk about reciprocity in a relationship. What does it mean? How do we apply it? Next. So I was a bit surprised by my last caller, Dana's questions about her boyfriend because she's been dating him for nine months and then he built her a desk and she loved it. She felt heard. She felt seen and loved. And then she asked me, well, I don't know what would make him happy. And then I explained to her, I said, well, wait a minute. If he heard you, he, he knew how to make you happy. How come you don't know how to make him happy? Because there's a little sometimes feeling maybe on this show that um, only women want to feel heard and seen. And I heard that more than once, which is a great point. But I would, I would think about reciprocity. Men want to be heard and seen too. So if you ask yourself right now in your car, if you're in a relationship or a marriage or partnership, what does my partner would like me to do to make him super happy? And you don't know, Houston, we have a problem. And then what can you do? I'll tell you that next. So, if you don't know right now in your car or at home what would make your partner happy, you're going to say to yourself, Houston, we have a problem. Because that's, that means you're not listening to him or her. That means the person doesn't feel heard or seen or loved. So, what should you do then? Get to know the person. It's never too late, by the way. And the major one, the number one question we should all ask to each other is not just how are you? But how are you feeling? I cannot stress that enough. There's a big difference. The what's up? How are you today? What happened at work? And then how are you feeling? Because you know, what happened at work, fine, but we don't really care. You know, it's 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 material, this colleague. But what I want to know from my girlfriend is how she's feeling today. Not just what happened in action, but how is her any feelings and her heart feels. So if you want to get to know your partner, please remember that question. How are you feeling? It'll go a long way. Calls are next.
Bonjour, Amber. Bonjour, Simon. Uh, so I've been listening to your show for a while, and I know that a lot of other women have complained about their boyfriends or husbands being obsessed with Final Fantasy football, which is what yes. I like to call it. Um, yeah. Well, and while my boyfriend is the same way, he's also obsessed with this slot machine game on his iPad. It doesn't involve oh. real money. It doesn't involve any skill. Like, he will literally just press autoplay and it'll spin for it. But he is obsessed with it. And I've been supporting him since April, and I'm just getting very frustrated and resentful that he's spending all this time on this game that does nothing. Right. Can't you try to get a job? Can't you try to figure out how to earn real money instead of fake money from this game? It's a great question, but I got another important question for you. Since why would you hang out or stay with a guy like that? Um, because I've been with him for so long, and like this is a new thing. And so I, I'm hopeful that it's just a temporary thing. And is there a way that I can talk to him about it that could show my frustration? And because I believe yes. that he truly cares about me. And so I want to stay with him. You know, I've dated a bunch of jackasses in the past. Um, mm -hmm. But I just, I don't, I don't know the proper dialogue to bring this up to let him know okay. that it's really bothering me because I want to make it work with him. All right. So then you say, listen, I need to talk to you because this situation with the iPad is passive aggressive against us. See, the equilibrium of the relationship is both of you working, both of you making money, both of you being in reality. If you have to carry the load alone, Amber, there is no more equilibrium in this relationship. He's sinking the ship, and you're trying to save it. So you have to explain that to him. Say, listen, I need somebody to also row with me so the boat goes in the same direction faster. I'm the only one rowing every day, and it's hurting me. So you have to explain to him his behavior is passive-aggressive. And, you know, I'm not sure you love him and all this. There's a limit to all of that. And he has to go back to reality and finding a job and be busy making money, just like you are. Right. We live in reality. We got to pay the bills. We got to pay the mortgage. We got to pay. I mean, so unless you're very, very wealthy, but if it's not, if it's not the case, it's very rare. We all have to work. And if, if somebody's not working and spending all day, day playing, you know, virtual slot machine on an iPad, I think it's destructive to the relationship. Yeah, so, that makes a lot of sense. Thank you so much, Simon. You're most welcome. Good luck to you. And remember at the end, you're responsible for your own self. If it doesn't change, you ask that question. Why would I want to stay longer with a man who doesn't care about me or our relationship? Okay? Right, right. Got it. Thanks, Simon. Anytime. Good night, Amber. Bye. So coming up, uh, we're going to go to um, my voicemail. Somebody needs help about uh, their husband's ED. Oh, next. So let's take a listen to that voicemail. Bonjour, Simon. Uh, I have a question um, about my relationship with my husband. Um, my husband's of a certain age, and uh, he can't have ooh-la-la for very long. And I really love my relationship with him, especially my um, intimate relationship. And I would like him to get on some medication to help us um, have a more sustained uh, experience. So it's a really touchy subject, and I really don't know how to bring it up because I think it would really uh, hurt his... Uh, ego a lot. 
So if you could help me with answering that question, I would really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Um, how do you get uh, your boyfriend or your husband or your partner to uh, uh, take medicine against, you know, ED? Well, stay with me. I'll tell you how to say that. So, key question, how do you tell your husband that he needs to go on, you know, ED medication so that the ooh-la-la lasts longer? So here's how you do it. You don't complain about how short or quick it is. You say you want much more longer ooh-la-la. And you say, you know, it feels so good. And you make your man feel really good. You put a little show for it. That you say, why don't we, you know, go together to the doctor and then let's experiment, you know, everything we could do if we had more time. And if the husband says, oh, you think it's too quick? You say, well, it's not so much that. It's just I would like us to enjoy the ooh-la-la longer. And most men will react pretty well to the idea of experimenting this or doing that if they have more time. And they will take it as a form of compliment and not a form of threat. So positive, motivational conversation about if we had more time for the ooh-la-la-la-la-la-la. It will work well. Calls are next. If you want to share a personal love story or romantic story that touched you and your heart, Please, this is the show for it. Call 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Maureen. Bonjour, Simon. So you have a story to share. I am all ears. Yes. Oh, see, I went on a camping trip, right, with um, yep. this man I've been seeing for a while. We've been talking for two years. We're together. And he decided to take me on a camping trip because I've never been. And I love hiking. I love being outside. Um, and he used to go a lot as a kid. So we went on this trip, and Simon, everything went wrong. I mean, it started raining. I'm pretty sure there was a bear that I saw. I didn't like the flies. I, I just didn't like it. And so when we set up our tent and, and we were, you know, getting ready to go to sleep for the night, <laughs> he uh, tapped me on the shoulder. And we went walking down this trail um, down to a little lake that he found with a waterfall mm-hmm. coming down from the lake. I don't know how he found this place. I didn't even know we were near it. I was too busy just hating camping. I'm more of a glamping person than a camping person. Oh, um, uh-huh. But he took me to this waterfall, and we sat and went for a little swim, and maybe did some ooh-la-la that night. <laughs> maybe, but never kiss maybe. and tell. Maybe. Never kiss and tell, Simon. Never kiss and tell. It was that, the most that is true. wonderful date I've ever had, honestly. I love that. When you rethink of this, how does that make you feel? It just reminds me why I'm with the person that I'm with. Every time I think about mm-hmm. it, he turned the situation yep. that was so terrible for me into something so magical. So, I'm so grateful. Listen, thank you so much for sharing that wonderful um, story. It, it's, it's, you know, it's good to hear positive stories like this. So thank you for that. And you have a good night. Good night, Simon. Thank you so much. Do you wish your partner would open up more emotionally? We'll talk about that next. Do you wish your partner would open up to you more emotionally? Good question, right? 86% voted yes on my social media at Radio. 14% of you voted no. 
And I'm not surprised 86% said I would like my partner to open up more emotionally due to the fact that many, many calls are about that. And uh, we have to teach each other how to do that. So thank you for voting. Thank you for staying with me late tonight. Really appreciate that. And be safe. Et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.